Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Can you feel the love tonight? I don't know the rest of the words, but all I know is that I'm back, guys, and I'm in the studio solo. That was impromptu. Didn't write it, didn't prep it, as you could probably fucking tell. But I'm back. I'm back in the building, in front of the fucking mic, living my best mixed race life. Happy Pride to everyone. Uh, Sorry I wasn't here last week. Um, Wasn't feeling too great, had shit to do, sort of myself. Uh, But I'm back, and as I said, I'm here solo, which is really weird, like... Last week, I wasn't able to make it, and Kashmir did it by herself. Big up to you, Kashmir. Like, didn't she slay it, guys? Like, she slayed it. She gave us a cute little episode. Yes, with Cash special. And I'm guessing this is a Miles Measure special. I don't know. But, yeah, big up to you, sis. Like, super proud of you. Love the episode. You gave us real, real nice things. So, welcome back, guys, to another episode of Get the Belt. Get the Lions. Get the Pride Rock up Pride, Pride Lands, it's Pride Month, nice things, you know, it's all it's all connected, do you know what I mean? It's all fucking connected. So let's start off the show straight away, welcome back, uh, welcome, welcome to all of the new listeners, um, I hope you enjoy this episode, it's just me, Miles, this week, and I'm going to give you nice things. So... Let's start the show off with word of the week. So every single week on this episode, on the on this podcast, get the belt. We give you um, a phrase, a word. Uh, we give you a word that you can take with you for the rest of the week, the rest of your life, to apply to yourself, to others, and how you live, in hopes of benefiting you, improving yourself, uh, fixing like mental stuff, energy stuff, helping you refocus and re- and just. Be more motivated and inspired and remember why the fuck you're here and that you're here because you're meant to be. Because you were that sperm that got to the fucking egg and said, fuck you hoes. You were the Beyonce sperm. You were the fucking Beyonce sperm and you're here for a reason, for a purpose. Okay? Like Beyonce's vocals. They were made for this. You were made for this. And so every week we give you a word of the week to remind you that you're a boss ass bitch. And that you're here for a reason and to make that reason easier for you to understand and to achieve 
we come up with, you know, some nice little things to help you realise that. So my word of the week this week is recharge your clot. I said what I said. Recharge your clot. And I don't mean, you know, go to sleep. Sleeping is all nice things. I mean spiritually, mentally recharge and refuel your whole self, your soul, your mindset, your body. And I'm saying this because this weekend I went back to family. You know, I, um, I said at the very beginning of this podcast, and sometimes you might be able to tell from my accent, I don't really have a strong one, but I'm not a London boy. I am from Bristol, but, but, Bristol. Um, but I don't speak like a farmer too much sometimes when you get me vexed, so don't. Uh, but yeah, I went back to Bristol to see the family because, you know, like I said, I've been living in London now for nearly like nine years, ten years. Wow, it's gone fast. And I came to London as a 15-year-old boy to to follow my dreams, to perform, to create, and to, like I said, like I was that Beyonce sperm that came here for a reason, to perform and do shit, and I knew at the time I was living in Spain, it was cute, we had a swimming pool, you know, we lived near the beach, the sun was nice things, I was brown all year round, but that wasn't my purpose, like, I'm not a Love Island contestant, like, my purpose isn't to just be sat around the pool doing chuku chuku, yeah, I've got things to do, I'm, I'm a performer, do you get it? And I wasn't going to do that in La Barossa or in Chiclana. It just wasn't going to happen. So I knew that I needed to go somewhere that would allow me to cultivate my purpose and my reason for being on this earth. Uh, so I'm in London doing that. But one thing I forgot is I did not come here to live. Yes, of course, dickhead, I live in London. But I never made that decision because my purpose was to live in London. My purpose is to live wherever I get to be my biggest, highest self. And at that time, and I think still so now, it means I have to live in London in order to do that. But I did not come to London to live. I came here to grow. And I ended up forgetting that um, whilst living here, I lost track or sort of forgot that I have a whole other life outside. Like, all my family live in Bristol, fam. All of them. Yeah, I will spend sometimes like six to eight months just being in London. And even when I'm not working, I've got like, not necessarily a few days off because it feels like I never have a day off. But like, I don't have as much to do or I've only got to like do certain things. Um, but there gets times where I'm just sat or if I'm doing... Like not necessarily, like not much. I end up forgetting. Right, I have a whole life in in Bristol, and I'm actually only here to do my purpose. I'm not here to live in Zone One, Two, Three, and use Oyster Card. No, 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 no. That those are all byproducts of my main reason for being here. And I forgot that I have a whole life outside of it. And this isn't my life. This is just me trying to get to my like trying to accomplish my dreams. And in doing so, I'm not around the people that I love. Like, I'm not around people that love me. And that can be really fucking stressful. And I can also forget that. And I end up thinking no one loves me or that, you know, um, I, I, I don't have family. And it's like, rah, Miles, like, you actually do. Remember, you're not here, like, living in London. Like, you've got family in Bristol, like, quite quite a few family members. Like, your uncles liked to make kids. I have, like, almost 100 cousins. Like, is is no joke. Do you get it? 
And I'm here in London, like, oh, I've got no family. I'm not around loved ones. So my love bank, as if you want to say, is like it ends up like drowning out, like and like empty, being empty. And my funds of love end up being so low because I'm always working. Don't get me wrong. I've got friends here that show me love. But a lot of the friends and if not all of the friends I have made in London have been through work. So despite the real genuine connection we have, the initial reason why we like started speaking that is from work. And um, so it can get like a bit, you know, if I've got like I have, I generally have Sundays off. On Sundays, I still end up meeting these people that I know through work, through filming, through the show, through the podcast or doing whatever. And I very, very rarely get to spend time with just people that love me because they're all in Bristol and I forget that I've got this whole other world. So what I'm trying to say, if I'm bringing it back because I feel like I'm chatting shit now, is that I needed to recharge my clot, in essence. I needed to remember, because I had forgotten, I am a part of a family. I do have people that love me and that my work and that me being here isn't everything because if it was then I would really and truly be lonely and when you start feeling like you know you don't you don't have loved ones around you I find you start amputating your morals your beliefs um your boundaries to accommodate for the love that you don't get or the attention that you don't get or the connection that you don't get from people that are connected to you initially via love or via family so not just friends not work colleagues none of that and so I needed to take a step back to recharge. I needed to recharge, get my love up, get my my morals back because I ended up saying shit like, oh, I'm lonely, I'm lonely. And to be honest, I was, but that's because I was spending too much time in London. Yeah, I love London. I fucking love London. I wouldn't be here if I didn't. But like I said, I'm not here to live in London. I'm here to work. And I needed to go back to find to remember who the fuck I was because Miles doesn't accept certain things and won't stand for certain things. And those that know me, those that love me, even colleagues will tell you, now nah, Miles wouldn't do this. Miles wouldn't accept this or Miles would only do this. And I find myself, <laughs> like I said, literally amputating, curring off things that make me proud to be who I am, certain morals, certain values, boundaries. I find myself letting shit slide because I was in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I'm lonely and, and I don't have this. So I need to start removing these boundaries in order to refuel myself. And it's like, nah, fam. No, 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 no. I'm not Corrin off my values for you, boy. You see? You see me? Okay, shout out Banks. So I want everyone here, whether you, because you might be listening to this podcast and live in this city, live in London or live in Los Angeles or live in Bristol or wherever you're from. So you might be in the city where you, you live uh, and not be like me where you've moved city, country even. But if you do live in that city, you need to remember, like, where are you hanging around? Where are you? Because energies attract energies um, can affect you like big, big time. And if you are hanging around in places that aren't your your safe space, your your family, um, where your family are at or like friends that you've known all of your life, like move out of those circles. Like if you go to work every day and 
I don't know, in X, Y, Z. And then you're always hanging around there after. You get into a habit of always going there. And it's like, Ra, no, 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 no. That's your work. Or even if it's not just work or like relationship and you want to take a, you need to take a break, a break from that. If you met you and your partner or you and whoever or whatever, always in a certain place and then continue to hang around in that area just because of habit or whatever, Take a step back and recharge your clock and go back to where you started. Go back to where you planted your seed so you can go and refuel that, recharge that. So you can go back remembering who the fuck you are, remembering why you're there. So you don't go back to X, Y, Z and just do a repetition because you'll get bored. And when you get bored, you end up being idle. When you idle, you do fuckery shit. Do you get so my word of the week is recharge your clock. So whether that is going back to your home city, spending time with loved ones, removing yourself from essentially your destiny. Sometimes if you're doing too much destiny, destiny, everything in, in access, is, it can be too much and it can be damaging. So take a step back. Go somewhere where you can recharge without the normal day-to-day -day people, energies, opinions infiltrating you. You need to go back to exactly somewhere where you feel completely at peace, completely comfortable, where you can say or feel anything without any kind of judgment or preconsumption from anyone, where you can go and just be you. Do you know what I mean? So do that. Even if it means you go somewhere by yourself, you don't necessarily have to go with friends or family. Just go somewhere where you feel, rah, this is, this is where it all started. So you can remember why you're in these other places or with these other people. And you can go back with your, the morals that you, you, you went with. Because a lot of us can lose them. So, yeah. Don't deplete yourself. Don't continue beating, 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 beating at the same bush. Don't continue to just be in a, in a place where you think, oh, I'm meant to be doing this, I'm meant to be doing this. Because you might be, but sometimes you need to take a break. Ah, can you imagine? Even Serena Williams and these big athletes, when they're doing their sport, they get little breaks. We need to take our own break. Beyonce, Giselle Knowles Carter. It's not every day, release an album, release a track. Sometimes you have to wait a long time, you know. Sometimes she has to go back to her Houston, Texas, back to her yacht, you know. Back, just do some isolation to recoup and come back with better ideas, better perspectives, a richer, fuller heart, so you can continue to do what you were doing, but even better than before. Do you get it? Wow. Okay. If if you felt that, just just pat your chest and say amen. Just say I got the word. Repeat after me. I got the word. I got the word. Nice things. So. Guys, the word of the week this week from your boy Miles is recharge your clot. And that's also the hashtag this week. If you want to post up something on the gram or on Twitter, at us, hashtag recharge your clot. And let us know what recharging your clot means. You know, we've got a little community here. Get the belt. We need to interact with each other. Nice things. So that is the word of the week for this week. My week this week has been eventful. Like I said, I took a trip back to Bristol and much needed. It was only a day, a day and, a, and like one night. But I have been busy uh, with the podcast, with Nice Things Network, sorting that out. Um, my show, we've been doing some great performances. Shout out to the cast, the team, the crew there. It's been amazing. Um, but, you know, and then like, 
uh, amongst all the work, 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 I've been the little bit of a personal life that I have. That's been eventful as well. Um, however, I did have to take like a few steps back at times just to think. While wow, I was like, you're clearly not, it's not, not everything has been okay. Like, not everything has been okay, or like, not that I've been like, you know, oh my god, like in the corner crying. Ah, no, never. Well, not never, but just not this, not this time. I've been there, but that's another story. But I've just been not that content. And I didn't really understand why, because, you know, the past two weeks have actually been quite incredible. You know, I've, I've done some great things, which will be out in the next few weeks, I think. I'm not, I've not got a time frame. However, like, it gets to the point where I do go home and I'm like, mm. like, I feel a little bit empty. Like, you know, I would have, like, like I said, like, my, my dream is to perform every night last week. I'm at the top of my career performing on a West End stage every night, like literally living my dream. I'm here in the studio prepping episodes, podcasts, I'm reaching out to like um, great people that are going to come on the show. Uh, hope next week we've got MNEK, big up you, like you are doing amazing things and I can't wait to get you on the show. But like all of these amazing things that are happening, the, why I'm here in London, I still go home and feel a little bit empty. Do you know what I mean? So I needed to take a trip back to to Bristol to see my family and recharge, which is why I want all of you to do that, um, to to figure out why that was. And I ended up thinking it was because I wasn't, I ended up just like doubting myself and thinking, oh, like I'm this and I'm that and this is why I feel lonely or this is why I'm not that content. But I've returned after that and I do feel great. I feel I go home and obviously it would be nice to have somebody there. But do I need? No, no. I came here in London to do it by myself and it's worked out fine. Um, but yeah, no, it's been, a, it's been a good week, eventful week. I had to make some decisions. I had to realise certain things, things that I already knew as well. Have you ever found that? Like, you know something, like you'll be going through certain situations and maybe you'll be asking a friend or whoever, like, for advice. And they're giving you this advice and their opinions. And you're like, I already know this, but, you know, I'm just ignoring it. Like, I know X, Y and Z, but I'm just allowing it to happen or I'm just partaking because... Because I just want some nice things or whatever. But um, no, I had to remember who I was and be like, Miles, this feeling you're feeling is literally just because your batteries are low. And if they were high and you were feeling like your normal full self, spirited self, you wouldn't be feeling this way. So it was a good pensive week for me uh, to, you know, connect to who I really am and remember why I'm here. Um... And it's made me want to work extra hard and, you know, get out of journal again. Uh, I was slacking a little bit on the gym, but, you know, we're back. We're back on it. And, yeah, what else happened? Pride. So you never got to hear from me last week. Pride was super dope. I was working on the day. I had two shows. It was on Saturday, the London Pride, where they listened to, like, Spice Girls and, you know, Kylie Minogue, which is cute, but like after 50 minutes, me, I'm done. Like, that's all I need. I need a baseline and some bashment. You get it. But no, it was good. I went out in between two of my shows and saw some friends. We kicked it in Soho Square. That was nice things. I was mad jealous because they were all turned up, trying to pour Ray and Nephews down my throat. And I couldn't because I had to go back and sing, honey. You know, we need to keep these vocal cords as hydrated as possible to give the audience what they paid for. Um, but later on that night, me and my 
my uh, good friend of mine, James, who's also in The Book of Mormon with me. Shout out to James. Uh, we went to Scala. We was all like, we ain't going to drink too much. We're going to keep it cute. Like, we're just going to, you know, do saved, sanctified things. When I say me and James, ha, we were finished. We were finished. We went to Scala King's Cross. We were finished. But it was good. We needed to shake a leg. It had been a long week. Um, and we wanted to celebrate Pride. Uh, the next day, we went to Black Pride. Shout out to, you know, Lady Phil and the whole of um, UK Black Pride for sorting such an amazing event. I, however, want to say, I have got comments, that there are way more queer people of colour in London than that park could facilitate. Why the hell are we queuing an hour and a half for one beverage? Please, I beg, in the whole summer. I know you could bring your own, but we want to support black business. Do you get it? Auntie was serving jollof and drinks and chicken and they even have vegan shit there. But you had to queue for 12 years a slave to get it. No, man, next year. It's great that the demand is there. It's amazing. But next year, I beg, let's get big, big park. Maybe even hide. Wow. Maybe even a whole Hyde Park. If they can accommodate weed smokers, which I'm also here for, then you can accommodate a few queer people of colour. How about that? Okay? Uh, but no, Black Pride was dope. They had speakers over there. Shout out to Queer Central. Um, they had a nice little talk. We also had um, a, Ryan playing there. Uh, who else? Oh my God, there's so many. Shout out to Emanike who headlined. You were nice things. My boys Basola and Claudemar. Claudemar's been on the show. Um, he was dancing for Emanike also. The performance was great. I loved it. It was just nice to be around so many, not just blacks, there were other like allies there, but like it was just good to be around so many nice people and especially people of colour just there to enjoy you know what I mean so it was like carnival but without the ag <laughs> it was so funny at one point we were trying to get a drink because we weren't queuing for two hours so we were like trying to find the people that we knew in the in the place to be like yeah can we have some of your juice and at one point the uh candy came on dum, 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 boom, boom. when I say you know black people you know what we're like a whole the, the whole park the whole park was doing choreography. The whole entire ass park. It was glorious. I said, yes. I didn't join, join in because I really needed the juice, but it was a nice sight to see. Like it touched my soul. Do you know what I mean? So I'm definitely going to be going to Black Pride again next year. Um, and so should you, whether you're white, black, straight, whatever. One thing I don't like, I asked one of my friends actually, uh, straight white man, are you going to come? He's like, oh, I'm not straight and I'm not, I'm not black. So I'm, no, he said I'm straight and I'm not black. So what's the point? How many of you motherfuckers celebrate Christmas and don't even believe in Jesus? I'll wait because I know there's many of you motherfuckers out there that will gladly purchase a, a, a turkey and not even season it and buy presents for your loved ones. In the name of what, please? Are you partaking? Hmm? In the name of who? In the name of where? Yet you can't go to a black pride. Ask yourself, what is the real reason you don't want to attend? Are you scared you're going to get mugged, fam? I don't know. Are you homophobic? Me? I don't know. Because all now, you'll sit at your table and eat dusty, dried turkey. And even put on the hats from the crackers. And you don't believe in no Mary the Virgin who birthed a whole Jesus. So riddle me this. Why can you not go to Black Pride? 
Especially when some of you will go and participate in the normal pride. Wow. That's where it gets really wild. <laughs> That's where it gets really wild. But this isn't the get the belt segment. This is how my week went. It was really, really good. I enjoyed both prides. I obviously enjoyed black pride more so because, duh, it's just nicer things. They had nicer food. They had better music, more to my taste anyway. And yeah, the vibe was just good. I didn't feel like if I was to be hood rat that people would judge because everyone was doing hood rat things. You know, comfortable. We love it. Otherwise, I did a shoot with someone else. Uh, you'll see that soon. Um, yeah, it was good. And then I was sick. I was sick a little bit as well. Uh, but we are recovering. We are recovering. We're looking after ourselves. We're taking multivitamins. I think I just went too hard at the gym like a few weeks ago. And then I just depleted and was just like, oh, my body done. And the fact that I hadn't been home for so long. So my my spiritual levels were down. My energy was down. Everything was down, Mary J. Um, but yeah. Um, that was my week, guys. That was my week. It was good. It was eventful. I learned a lot. And yeah, let's stop boring you and let's get on with the show. Melanin Magnificence this week. So for all of you that already listened to it, you already know the deal. Uh, for new listeners, every week we shout out someone melanated, uh, no matter what their percentage, as long as you got a little baby, you can get melanin magnificence. Um, someone melanated that is doing nice things for themselves, for other people, for the community, someone that is just doing something respectable that deserves to, be, to get recognition, but doesn't because we live in a fucked up world where they would rather concentrate on the Kardashians rather than shout out someone that is, you know doing real nice things they'd rather focus on kylie's bottom or her her a new lipstick <laughs> board so this week my melanin magnificence goes to a lady called rochelle smith now she is dr rochelle smith um she basically had to learn to speak and read again and has now been like she nearly died. Like she was nearly gone. And she's now been honored by the University of the West Indies. And she is from Epsom. She's from Epsom in Surrey. Uh, let me read you a little article that will explain this better than I can. So a uh, medical student, um, Rochelle who was left in a coma after potentially fatal after a potentially fatal viral infection has graduated as one of the top students in her year and also winning winning a prestigious prize for achievements Rochelle Smith's dream of becoming a doctor nearly ended after she was struck down with acute encephalitis. And now that's a viral infection in the brain, which left her in a coma for two and a half weeks and in hospital for a further two months. Can you imagine? Now, Rochelle from Epsom in Surrey was working towards a degree in medicine at the University of the West Indies after choosing to study in the Caribbean so she could be closer to her grandparents who live in Jamaica. Following her illness, the talented student had to learn how to walk, speak and read again. Wow. But she was determined to realise her dream of becoming a doctor and has recently graduated. Bup, bup. Now, I'm not reading this. This is my own opinion. Because some of you will be doing things, be it studying, be it starting a new job, training, going to the gym, and something small, small can happen and you'll give up. Can you imagine? Millions of opinion, opinions in the world. You'll hear one from some dry pussy clerk and then you'll stop doing everything you want to do because, oh my God, oh my God, oh no, 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 no. Can we look at Rochelle, please? 
Rochelle, Rochelle Smith from Epsom, sorry. A whole illness that said, bitch, you're not walking. Bitch, you ain't talking. Bitch, you ain't reading. And she still said, fuck you to all of that. Graduated, top in her class and went on to receive awards. And then learned how to read, walk and talk again. So whenever... Okay, let's look at Rochelle. Let's look at Rochelle's melanin mag- magnificence and remind us when we are going. Oh, I can't go to the gym anymore because you know so and so said my fat. So I'm just gonna order this Domino's and just leave. No, or oh, I'm not gonna go to that job interview because you know my parents said that. No, or I'm not gonna go out and look cute because you know that guy was seeing. He said I'm ugly and I'm a hoe. No, bitch, she had a whole disease and couldn't walk and talk, and she still graduated top. Are you mad? Let me continue to go on. The more experiences we share, now this is what she said. So uh, she told uh, The Voice, that um, that's a magazine online. She said, I see myself as a regular person, but other people looking at me may find strength through, for example, how I dealt with my illness. The more experiences we share, the more we realize there are, uh, there are others going through the same thing. Rochelle, who was in the third year of a five-year degree, five years, Jesus, um, and held as one of the, Uh, university's brightest students after appearing on the dean's list was working on a hospital ward when she suddenly collapsed back in 2016. Now after falling into a coma, Dr. Wan showed she was going to even survive, but she pulled through and came out of the coma. According to statistics, only 22% of people affected by the condition make a full recovery. However, Rochelle was determined to get back on track and qualify as a doctor. Speaking about the illness that left her in a coma, Rochelle told The Voice, I just remember it being a normal day. I just taken off my glasses and walking my walking towards the hospital ward when I could feel myself fainting. I told my colleagues that I was going to faint and I could feel myself sliding down the wall in slow motion. People later told me that I was having conversations with them, but I don't remember having them. Can you imagine? Ah, I am proud of you, Rochelle. Like, so, so proud. She's gone on to receive an award. She's gone on to graduate and she's taught herself again how to read, walk and write again. What is my own? I just try to go to the gym a few times a week. I get in my feelings about one thing and watch me not go for like two weeks and do hug and dust subtle caramel. And Rochelle's here doing three years into uni, suffering from big, big illness. Big illness that made her practically almost a vegetable and still managed to come back fighting and be on top again. Why can I not? What illness do I have, please, oh? What illness do you have? What is really stopping you from doing your shit? From com- why, why are we completely quitting? Can you walk? Can you read? Can you write? Can you speak? So, so why, why are we not doing our greatest things? Why are we not doing Melanie Magnificence? But we will. Thank you to you, Rochelle, for being... For, for, first of all, congratulations on being here and being alive and being healthy. Thank you for demonstrating how to be strong and persistence because she could have easily given up, even if she managed to recover and then thought, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going back. Let me just enjoy because I nearly died. She said, nah, bruv, I know why I'm here. I am that Beyonce sperm. I am the one that got here and I have a purpose and I'm going to fulfill it no matter what. Let me recharge. But now let me go and slay. Let me do Melanin Magnificence today.
And she did. So you beacon of light, you absolute bundle of melanin magnificence. You're fucking amazing, Rochelle. Congratulations. And thank you for just inspiring all all of us. And congratulations on, on graduating. Like, really big up you because that is that is wild. So we're going to move on to Miles Measures this week. Um, it's pretty obvious what I'm going to talk about. The Lion King. Can you imagine? I just want to start by saying that I work six days a week in central London. Obviously, my share of the Book of Mormon. The one day I'm not at work, Sunday. One, the one day. I'm there six days a week. Six days a goddamn week. The one day I don't get into central London. That one day I have off. Who decides to just rock up? Hmm? Hmm? Who decides to just come in a beautiful golden gown with her thick, girthy, voluptuous hips and just say, hello world, here's my 25 inch and here's my melanin. Here's my husband, Sean. I am Beyonce. I am Nala. Lions, are you with me? Hello, Leicester Square. And where was I? Hmm? I was not there. I was not there. I had to see it on a whole iPhone screen when I'm normally two minute walk away from where my queen was stood. Her and the other royals as well. Ah, Megan and Harry. Wow. Regardless of my bitterness of not being there, I know that one day the universe will bring us together, Beyonce. We've already met once. When I say met, you were performing. You held my hand and did little, a cute little verse of Halo a few years ago. Uh, but, and I've seen you a few times since then. But we will meet when you're off the stage, hun. I know it. It's going to happen by force because I can see it. Can you see it, guys? It's in the stars. It has to be. It has to be. It's going to happen. But yeah, we had the, um, the European premiere of Disney's The Lion King. Uh, it looked incredible. Everyone on the red carpet on the red carpet looked insane. I feel like what's his name looked a bit wayward. Um, Elton John. I feel like I know that you've got that look with the glasses and all that, but I feel like you know, 2019. Try something new. Maybe you need to go recharge and remember why you're here, and maybe do something else. But I get it. The look is you, Elton. No disrespect, but I mean, tired. Even Rihanna switched up her hair. Do you get? Anyway. The, the premiere happened. It looked amazing. The the dresses were beautiful. The suits were great. I always like how Pharrell always comes and does nice things. You know, he wore a suit, but with like shorts. He looked dope. Of course, the queen, Beyonce, looks fucking amazing in that yellow gown, giving you hip. That slit was all the way up to her belly button, bruv. Like she was saying, look at my legs. I be vegan no more. <laughs> She said, we eat meat in Pride Rock, honey. In the Pride Lands, we eat ribs. <laughs> she looked great. And I always love a thick Beyonce. So I was here for it. Uh, and then all the other dresses and, like, the attire was grand. Fucking loved it. Always love it when I see a nice African print on a, on a red carpet. I like, I like gag. I, I, I live for it. Um, shout out to Javon Wade, uh, who was also at the premiere. So nice to see you in such close proximity to some great people because you are a great person as well. Um, yeah, I just wish I was there. I wasn't, but hey-ho, I'm seeing it on Friday, the day it comes out because that's my that's my birthright, I believe. Um, what else has happened this week? We have had... We're making racists angry. We really are making racists angry. We're taking small, small steps, one roll at a time, 
but we are making these racists get Tom Daly deep. Just dive in Tom Daly deep into their racist, poor, unfortunate feelings. You know, so first of all, last week or maybe it was a little bit, a little bit before, we had your Ariel, your your cute white Ariel. Um, she's now black. Shout out to Halle Bailey from you know one of Beyonce's girls. <laughs> From Chloe and Halle, who features in uh, Gro- in Grownish, the spin-off from Blackish. And I was obviously a part of Chloe and Halle, the band. And they're like fucking insanely talented and melanated and just nice things. She's now Ariel. Ariel has dreadlocks. How'd you feel? The racists were really, really mad. You know, hashtag not my Ariel. Are you mad, bruv? Are you dumb? You're getting angry because she's meant to be a white girl. Mermaids don't fucking exist, you prick. Where was your energy when we cast Angelina Jolie to play a green woman? You didn't have anything to say. Because Maleficent, also fictional. Why were you not in your feelings about that? Huh? Why? 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 It doesn't make sense. You don't make sense. When you, when you racist lot spew your racist shit, you sound mad dumb. You sound really, really mad dumb. You're mad that a cartoon character of a woman with a tail that lives under the ocean. You're mad that she's not white. Really in your, in your feelings, you know, like is your religion. Like we're really doing disrespect because it's being played by a brown girl. Wow, look at, look, just go to a mirror and look at you and just, just slap your face in front of yourself because that's what you deserve. I'm not going to do it and I don't con- condone violence, yeah. But just slap yourself from me and from every other person that doesn't share the same nonsensical racist values and beliefs that you do because that is fucking wild. And to further piss you off and make me further happier, we've also claimed another role. Ha ha. Ha 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 007. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. Zero, zero, seven. Have you heard, guys? Have you heard? So the racists were mad in the beginning because we were going to have, you know, there was a speculation that the role of James Bond was going to be played by Idris Elba. And you were all like, no, no, he can't be. He can't be a black man because, you know, his name's James. My fucking cousin is black as fuck, Jamaican, Nigerian. His name is James. Shut the fuck up. James can be any Bory. We've even had a black James on this show. How about that? Shut your mouth. Okay? But, oh, he's British. Do you not remember the news article that came out that went and said that the first British people on the, uh, that were discovered here were, in fact, brown? So, really, should James Brown... Should James... James Brown. <laughs> really, should James Bond even be a white man? How about that? If we really want to get down to it. Didn't they agree? <laughs> Just saying. But not only to piss you off, not only is 007 going to be brown, a whole black person, <laughs> they're also going to have a vagina. <laughs> a black woman will be playing a whole 007. And me, I rejoice and do praise dance. Black female actor has been cast as the next 007. Black British actress Lashana Lynch will reportedly take on the role of 007 in a casting that has shooketh the world. Shooketh! Especially the racists. 
Um, so I'm reading again from The Voice Online. The West Londoner have, who first appeared on our screens in, 2000, in the 2011 movie Fast Girls and most recently in Captain Marvel um, will have a pivotal scene in the 25th Bond movie which will, reveal, which will reveal her role as the new 007, according to reports. The insider said that there is a pivotal scene at the start of the film where M, played by Ralph um, Fiennes, says, come in, 007, and in walks a whole black woman, Lashana, who is just black and beautiful and has a lovely vagina and not a penis. <laughs> they said it's a popcorn dropping moment. When I say the racists will walk out and do tweets, angry tweets. <laughs> when they hear that, their popcorn is going everywhere and they are moving Wild. I want to sit next to some racist people. I really want to look, look at their faces. When I go to watch this, I really want to have a look and see. But you know, actually, no, I take, let me take that back. I want to just enjoy it for me and then I'll go again to support her, girl like Lashana, and then I'll look at them and see and see what they're saying. So big up to you, sis, a, a black woman as 007. I'm so here for that. I'm here for moving forward. I'm here for seeing more diversity on screen. We need it. It's not every day white person as the as the protagonist and just black people playing the villains or slaves. Like, you know, Wakanda has opened the door for many more, you know, things that can happen. We've now got a mermaid. Uh, we've now got a 007. Just a handful, you know, and hopefully we're going to get some more. And you guys will get mad. The rest of us, however, rejoice and celebrate you for allowing other young black girls to look at the screens, look at films and go, oh, my God, I can be an agent as well. I don't just have to be, you know, a, sh a road man or someone on the back of a bus or in kidhood. No, we can do more things. We can do so much more. So... That's exciting. I think it's an exciting time for film. I think it's an exciting time for TV. And it's an exciting time for, you know, black actors and black creators across the board. Um, what else has been happening today? I've not really had my ear to the wall because I've been so flipping busy. So we had a black rights activist and museum founder uh, who was found dead in a trunk of a car. This is really wild. I'm reading this from The Shade Borough. So the lady by the name of Sadie Roberts Joseph, um, a 75-year-old woman who was the founder of an African-American museum in Louisiana, was found dead in the boot of her car three miles away from her home. She is said to have been well-respected in the area and extremely peaceful, leading Juneteenth events every year. Police are currently looking into the case. <sighs> Why has this not been on big, big news? Why am I having to see it through, like, small Instagram accounts? Well, no, The Shade Bar is a big Instagram account. But, like, why is it not, you know, BBC front page of the news? I am just angered by this and triggered by this. Um, reports say that she was found dead and, that, and she'd been, in, in fact, suffocated. So she was murdered. Uh, and that her body was recovered around 3.45pm Friday after an, an anonymous caller reported finding her. Um, the police... Uh, spoke out and said that the preliminary cause of death was traumatic um, asphyxia, including suffocation. I just think it's trash. I think it's fucking trash. I think that you've got so many, you've got so many police out on the streets. You've got all of these CCTV cameras, and you're saying you think it's this, you think it's that. Like, you just need to fix up. Like, 
you're quick to find the things that you want to find. Like, but so I don't even have the fucking words. I don't even have the words. It's just really, really fucking sad that we've lost another person of color to murder, um, especially someone that was such a big person in the community that was doing such amazing things for people of color worldwide, but in her in her own community in in Louisiana. It's 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 just it's not shocking. It's not shocking that they don't know who did it. <laughs> it's not shocking that um, it happened and was allowed to happen. It's just it it's just it's just it's it's heartbreaking. While her death is a tragedy, it would be an even greater injustice to let her death overshadow her tremendous life that left behind a whole legacy of activism and black pride that endeared her to the Baton Rouge community. And that's what the group um, said in a statement. To think that she had to die at the hand of someone else for what she stands for is horrible. Like, it's just triggering and my thoughts are with the family. Um, And... I just hope and hope and pray that everything that she's done doesn't get forgotten. I, I, I highly doubt it will. And I just hope that your memory is respected, your body is respected, and that we find the killer and that they're brought to justice, a harsh, firm justice, because that's not right and it's not okay. Like, it's tragic. Um, our girl, um, Serena Williams, was having an interview the other day uh and was asked to was asked whether she should you know hang up her activism cape and stop fighting for equality and just you know focus on playing tennis or whatnot first of all what kind of dumbass fucking question is that like what do you want her to say yeah and, oh yeah yeah i'm going to stop fighting for you know equal rights amongst like different races and sexualities and whatnot i'm just, yeah let's just leave that let's let this fuckery continue and i'm just going to like bash a ball around the court and you know just just lay on the court that father what kind of question is that she had to take a minute and not remove her wig and like smack a girl up and she just responded nicely with the day i stop fighting for activism and equality would be the damn in my grave. And she swiftly stood up from that chair and walked out of the conference room. You handled that with grace because me, I would have been like, what the fuck? What kind of question is that? What kind of question do you want? I would have been like, do you want me to stop? Do you want me to? Okay. So shout out to you, Serena Williams, for handling it again, more stupidity from people and handling it with grace um, respectfully, and just continuing to inspire me. Donald Trump is making more racist tweets. Why? Why? So he told, I think it was three or four um, ethnic women of Congress um, that they should go back to the countries they came from. <laughs> tired. We are tired. Donald Trash, we are really, really tired though. Even a whole Theresa May condemned the US president's comments, branding them as completely unacceptable. <laughs> Even Theresa May is calling out your shit. Can you imagine? That's how wild this man is moving. So he called out, he, let me read this quick, these quick things. So the US uh, president's uh, brash comment uh, was directed to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ihan Omar, Rashida uh, Tlaib, and Ayanna Presley, three of whom were born and raised in the US, while the fourth moved to US as a child. Can you imagine? So when you say go back, 
to where? My mum's vagina or what? Like, this man really needs to start thinking before he speaks. Like, it's just so, like, oh, and you're president. Anyway, the four women clashed with the high speaker, Nancy Pelosi, last week as she criticised them in a New York Times interview after they called out a border spending bill uh, that they said failed to protect protect migrant children from President Trump's policies. This back and forth between Pelosi and the four congresswomen prompted Trump to take to Twitter and demand the women apologize. <laughs> and then he tweeted, so interesting to see progressive Democrat uh, congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world, now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation of, on earth how our government should is to be run do you even know how to run your own government when you're taking children away from their families please when you're trying to build to build a wall to segregate when your pay gap between men and women is still wild when your whole prison system is utter trash when you yourself are doing illegal activities and trying to avoid being arrested and it, and it, um what's that word fuck indicted yourself you and your yellow and your and your and your orange tan and that mop of fluff on your head. You are telling these women who are trying to better the mess that you are, the shit that you are you are projecting. Your political agendas that are fueled by hate and racism and homophobia. When all these people want is equality and to protect kids. You're telling them to go back to where they came from. When the gag is, they were born and raised. Three of them in the U.S. Wild. Fucking wild. We've had enough of your racist shit and I just cannot wait for him to be ejected from that house because I'm fucking over it. And so are the majority of the world. <laughs> so, uh, Michaela Cole, baby girl Michaela Cole, has been confirmed as a guest on a guest judge on the Drag Race UK. I'm really here for that, you know. She's, like, quite quirky. She's creative. She's got a great personality. Um... And she, you know, she supports the call. She's here for the LGBTQ community. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what she will bring to the judges because I don't watch RuPaul's. Uh, but I do find it sometimes to be quite contrived and a bit too, a bit too, like, white pride for me. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's a bit too much. It's a bit too rainbowish. It's a bit, it's not as real as I would like it. And I feel like they do often take from, like, black culture and really spin it. Yes, it's RuPaul Ru and he's a black man, but even he is fucking problematic and never really roots for the black people on that show. And yeah, it, I feel like he's just a face to make it all okay and uh, a face on there to allow certain fuckeries to happen. But hate me, I don't give a fuck. I know, however, that um, baby girl Michaela is real as fuck and I know what she will bring to there as a ju as a judge will actually make me want to watch the show because it will be real it will still be glam it will still be authentic but I will just be able to connect to it more without being like oh these these annoying people do you know what I mean so um Ghanaian born Cole is best known for her relatable well characterized and witty role of Tracy in the award-winning series Chewing Gum uh, and since that hit show came to an end. She's also taken on roles in Black Mirror. She was also in Black Earth Rising and uh, London Spy, as the well as well as the critically acclaimed Netflix um, Been So Long with the beautiful Arinze Kenne, just doing nice things. Um, she said that she's a big fan 
And she couldn't contain her excitement when she found out that she was going to be a part of the next like series as a judge. And I'm excited to see it. You're the only reason why I'm going to watch it. And yeah, I'm excited. Well done. Get your coin, get your bag and help make this show a bit more relatable to us, please. Because I know for sure that there are a lot of, you know, black, especially LGBTQ people and black people across the board and even some whites. Like, it's just a bit too much, you know, like it's just a bit too much. Like the show can be just a bit overwhelming and there's nothing wrong with being too much, but just, I feel like you're the, you're the ingredient that will just make it nice. You know, when something has been like a, a dish is either too sweet or too rich and you can add a little bit of salt or lemon, or you can add a bit of chili that just brings it all together and makes it go, okay, now this is nice things. Or like a, a chocolate cake can be too rich. And is that, it's nice, yeah, but like all too much. You put that cream on top and all of a sudden you can finish the whole damn thing. Michaela Cole is the cream on RuPaul. Yes, she is. Um, what else has happened this week? That's it, really. That's all I have to talk about. Um, yeah. That's all for Miles Measures this week because that's all I can really think about. However, I did now want to have a little conversation with you guys about I wanted to do a Dutch pot. If you remember our segment Dutch pot, it's something we bring in like a bonus, a, a, our bonus segment where we can literally throw anything we want into that Dutch pot and discuss it. Obviously, when I say discuss, I'll just be talking, which actually feels weird. It's happened quite... Let me know what you think. I feel like I've been going on tangents because I've not had cash to like, you know, help me just stay on track or whatever. But like, it's been weird, but I've been able to do it. But yeah, what I wanted to talk about in our Dutch pot segment today is Love Island. What do you, th I personally, so I never used to watch Love Island, as you know, and then I told you guys a few weeks ago, I started watching it because of unforeseen circumstances. But I actually think it's, quite a good show in a sense it allows us to see not just nice things but the fuckeries of people and like how they can actually really go on because people really move mad and they do really weird things selfish things they don't take accountability for things and it just allows us to see it on a like on a global scale like someone on tv actually doing this and think it's okay and it allows us to hopefully have a conversation about it like people tweet about it on twitter or they take to instagram and it opens up a conversation for us to be like actually you know now we've all seen this or the majority of us have seen this and if you haven't watched the show then you're seeing this tweet or this whatever but we're having a conversation about how this and this are not acceptable and one thing I do, I do not think is acceptable is for if you're seeing someone to you to be handing out your number to a waitress, whether it's for Benz or for not, because me, I don't find it funny. Mm -mm. People said that Belle jumped out the window and did too much when she stood up and said, you're bullshit. Me. I agree. <laughs> I agree to the furthest extent. Yes, she raised her voice, but bitch, emotion. Do you get it? She is attracted to you. She has feelings. You going and giving your number to someone else. If she would have been okay with that, I would have been like, wow, okay, maybe maybe you guys aren't going to work. I don't know about you guys, but me, if I was to find out that someone that I was dating or seeing and gave their number out to someone, if I didn't really care about them, 
me, I'd feel no way. And you know what? I would sit down, I'd sip my red wine or my rum or whatever I'm drinking and be like, oh, no, it's cool, babe. Haha, <laughs> that's bounce. Because me, I don't care. Me, I really, because I, I don't care. But if you really and truly care about something or someone and then they go and give out their number to someone else, for bounce or for not, I'm sure you'll feel some type of way. And the fact, that I don't, I'm not saying that when he told her she should have straight away like started shouting and being vexed because she didn't. It started as a conversation. It's when he started to be fuckboy and be like, not take accountability, almost try and shift some of the blame more to her. That's when she said, you know what, hold up. And then he tried to like not even talk about it, say, oh, I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to leave. That's when she's like, no, you really, not only did you take the piss, but now we're having a conversation about it. You're also now being a fucking idiot. Now you're angry at me and now you want to use this as an excuse to walk away. Bell, babes, I feel like you did the right thing. I would have cussed him out too. Who the fuck do you think you are? How do you think that makes me look? It was rude. It was disrespectful. He had no spine. And yeah, he deserved everything that you gave to him, if not more. Um, Michael is a prick. It's amazing how he actually started off as like quite the contender. At one point, a few weeks ago, I even said, oh, he's like such a like a role model for like, you know, normal straight cis men. Like he's really doing bits. And now he's moving unseasoned, just really unseasoned. And I don't know why. Like, I really don't know why. Like he's being rude as hell to not just Amber, but the whole villa. I feel like he's been really rude to them all and making a lot of people feel uncomfortable. He's not taking ownership. He's acting childish, as he likes to say, all the goddamn time. It's so annoying. Find another word, please, I beg, because half the time when you're saying things are childish, they're not even childish, you mug. Um, but yeah, I think he's just moving really mad. He didn't even want to leave the villa when his girl got ousted. She saw right through that, called him a snake, rightfully so. Because once again, if you really care and someone says, right, you got to go, leave with them. Why are you going to stay on Love Island? For what reason? You're saying there's still experiences to be had, so you want to get your dick wet. It's Love Island, not Christian Island. Do you get it? It's not Friend Island, it's Love Island. You said you found what you wanted, she left, and then you want to stay on Love Island to do what? And then you tried to make it clear to Argo Amber by saying that nothing's going to happen there. So, so what are you saying? You're just waiting for some next spice to come in so you can get your dick wet, huh? Even though you just told your girl, Joanna, Jo, Jo, Joanna, that, that you found what you wanted. Well, obviously you didn't, mate, because you what you wanted's gone away and you're watching it go. Uh-huh. Madness. Him, madness. Anton, madness. Obviously, we've seen that they've made up. I found that cute. I thought that was nice, but he still deserved it. But yeah, forgiveness is everything. Beyonce and Jay-Z, you know, lemonade, forgive. Everything is love and all that. Uh, what else? I like the, the two couples that, that... Not the two couples... Actually, yeah, the two couples, Anna and Jordan, I think they're cute. I like the way they get on. I think they look good together. Um, and then what's that 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 white couple that are like together now officially? M- M- Molly and Tommy. They're cute. They're in love. They get they, that's nice things. Like I like to see them. I find them like they're they're cute. Not that entertaining, but like it is adorable. I like to see the love between them. It's nice things. Um, is there even any other couples? I don't even know. Wow, this is really weird not having Kashmir here. She did such a good job. Like, let me just like interject by saying she did such a good job because I am struggling. Um, uh, yeah, there is it. Right, so now it's time for get the belt. Hmm. 
Who do I? This is actually quite difficult because after my trip to Bristol, I actually don't really have someone or something that has like got me vexed because I came back and I just feel like really quite, really quite good um, about things. If I would have given the belt to someone again, it would have been like I spoke about Donald Trump before being a waste man. But I, me, I'm even tired of beating you now because, you know, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. And I've, oh, I'm tired. Today, I don't even want to put any more energy into you. So, with that being said, my belt this week goes to people that still insist on walking on to these London tubes in this heat while they're packed without waiting for people to come off. It's not even me inside trying to get off that when I get the most angry, that's the wild thing. I'm not even on the tube trying to get off when people are coming in. It's happened to me a few times and I'll kiss my teeth and keep it moving. But you know when it angers me the most, and I don't know whether this is just me, but it's when I actively move to the side. You know when the tube comes up, it's got that few moments before it opens, doo-doo, and then the door opens. As it slows down, I move myself to the side of the door to allow people to come on, not only because my mum raised me to just have basic manners. But because it also says out loud in a whole RP accent, please allow people off the couch before boarding the tube or whatever it says. That's not verbatim. And you still get chuku chuku people doing selfish prick antics, barging onto tubes while people are trying to get off. For what? For what? So now we have to touch bodies and I don't know where the fuck you've been in this heat, on this underground where it's not even fully fresh air. Now I'm having to barge into you while I'm holding my shit and you got your shit. Potentially, my clothes are expensive and you've got your, your Starbucks. But because you're a dickhead and want to push on and not let people off, now my clothes are in jeopardy. Your face will be in jeopardy soon and I'll rock your world. I'll spice up your life. Follow the fucking rules, fam. Stop Wait, go to the fucking side. Let people come off the tube before you put your dusty foot on the carriage. Just stand to the side. It, where are you going? The tube is not gonna, you're not gonna get on the tube and then it just go faster. If you're in a rate, or if you're in a rush, sorry, or you're late, that's your own problem. Even if you got get on the fucking train, yeah, it's not gonna go until everyone's got off. So just follow the fucking rules in the system and don't be a prick. I just go to the side. Easy peasy. Just stand to the right. Or to the left, whichever one, your, your preference. Wait for people to go on. And guess what? You can nicely walk onto this, onto this nice train, be it packed or not, without barging into people. You can just do a nice stroll in. But instead, you want to do shoot, 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 shoot to the side. Instead, you can just do shoot, shoot, shoot and go. And instead of doing that, you can just walk on to the train without barging into people. Making everyone's life a bit more aggressive. For what? I don't know whether you need body contacts. Maybe you're not getting dick down. Maybe you ain't getting vagina. I don't know what it is. But please, do not try and satisfy your, your lack of body contact by trying to push past me while I'm trying to get on or trying to get off or other people like that. that just stand to the side, take a fucking chill pill, wait for people to come off and then walk on gracefully. You know? Not everyday, bar not everyday barbarian. Is that the word, barbarian? I don't know. Not everyday savage. How about that? 
So yeah, my belt goes to you impatient cunts that want to just do WWF every time you want to get on the on the fucking train. Just stand to the side because the next time I'm 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 saying something. I'm saying something next time. Yeah, I am. So you impatient motherfuckers in privacy invading motherfuckers you get the belt so that is it for this week's episode of get the belt i hope it was all right you know like because i don't know how i thought it'd be easy and when kashmir did it last week and i listened for wow yeah bitch you did a good job it is hard Shout out to people like kalechi that have a whole podcast and every week just record by themselves because me i find it difficult that was real real difficult but we got through it, didn't we, guys? We got through it together. We did indeed. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, before I go, I, I received an email. Yeah, I did. From Brock Style. Let me just get it up. So, I indeed received, I think it was last week, received an email from Brock Style. I'm going to read it actually now. So, hello, Miles. I'm Brock Style. Just started listening to your podcast and following you for a couple of months ago. Firstly, you're got. Let's skip that part. Um, <laughs> I've been a weekly listener and back listener since I discovered you. To cut to the chase, I love your nice things attitude. Thank you, and would love to send you some pieces I've created by hand. I have some. I have some great Brock crops. Brock Tards, great for Soul Cycle. Shout out, you know, I've just started working at Soul Cycle. Shout out to the Soul Fam, we love it. Uh, and Brock Straps and Star Stunnies, I think you'd love. They all sound wild and I can't wait to try them on. They sound lit. Are you mad? A Brock Crop? A Brock Strap? <laughs> what did I say about summer? It's about to be. Inspirational quotes and thirst traps, hoes. Get ready. Um, but yeah, he also went on to be really, really, really sweet uh, and say, you know, let me know your address so we can get these sent over to you. Um, and then he went on to say that you are my melanin magnificence every week and I enjoy watching you shine. I would love to add some star power to your look. All the best, Brockstar. Thank you so much, Brockstar. I think I went onto your Instagram and you're all the way out in the States. Um, I think it was Los Angeles. So shout out to our, you know, our US listeners once again. There's, We know there's a few of you. We appreciate and love you all the way here from London. You know, we're doing our thing. Um, and thank you again for reaching out and sending out this stuff. So guys, follow Brockstar on Instagram. I'll put his link in the bio. And look forward to some pictures because I'm going to be modeling some of his stuff. Um, and I think he sells them as well. You can get it all on his link. Uh, they're really cool. They're really colorful. And as it's Pride Month, who doesn't need it? And we could be, hey, fuck Pride Month. Like, not fuck Pride Month. But like, we don't, it don't just need to be Pride Month to be colorful and to shine and to do nice things. So all year round, honey, do you get but yeah, that's it for this week's episode of Get the Belt. Kashmir, you are missed. It's so hard. We can't wait to get back to normal and have both of us on the show. Sorry, guys, if I've been boring. Me just chatting is is not the one. It's not ideal. But, you know, I came to give you nice things. And hopefully it was nice things. I hope the word of the week affected you in a good way. I hope you understood it. If not, feel free to DM us and like get some ask us some questions. But you know, remember, recharge yourself, take yourself away from your everyday situations, your everyday habits, and go back to where you you originate and where you birthed all these ideas and cultivated all these feelings and your dreams. And to remind yourself of who you are, where you want to go, so you can go back to those places feeling refreshed, recharged, and tackle the shit out of 
everything you're fighting towards and striving to get and you'll just feel so much more you'll feel so much more at ease you'll feel so much less stressed you'll be way more focused and you remember who the fuck you are and you remember those boundaries and you just remember you just remember certain things that go actually no oh actually yeah or like yeah it's just nice things so recharge yourself get grounded stay with it and to all of our melanated listeners stay melanin stay magnificence stay fucking fabulous uh you have been listening to get the belt with your host miles thank you for listening to another episode and we'll see or hear or you will hear <laughs> both Kashmir and i next week and as i said we do have a special guest recording with us next week mnek we're going to, we're so fucking excited to have him in the studio so if you've got any questions for him he's going to be uh in the studio in the studio with us next week tuesday so get across your letters get across your emails your dms or whatever um and send those to contact at getthebeltpod.com and yeah we're really excited to have him on so that is it for this week i hope you enjoyed the episode if you like we heard remember to tell a friend tell a friend um subscribe like share tweet instagram and do all of those nice things and we can continue to grow as the get the belt pod family that we are thank you for listening and i hope i wasn't too shit (laughs) by myself (laughs) wicked well i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your days the rest of your week slay stay moisturized stay blessed protect yourself season your food shout out to 007 million black girl and ariel i can't wait to see those lovely red locks under the sea also can we just remember sebastian was he not a jamaican man anyway (laughs) yes love you guys thanks again for listening you have been listening to get the belt Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.